Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Yes, and we start off with a bit of a sort of chat about World Cup stuff in the news. Yeah, yeah, we did. Fun, yeah. Quirky and stuff. Quirky stuff. Martin Kellner came in. He was on good form. He was. Quite a long section with him today. Mm. Alistair Williams, a new comedian to us. He was very good. Very good, I, wasn't I, he? I Palace him, supporter, yeah. we discovered. Yeah, he was a good man. So you'll hear him. him. And I think it was another bit of stuff from us as well. So oh, yeah. That's yeah, about it. Really. Usual old rubbish we <laughs> gavel on about. Anyway, so uh, here it all is. Eight minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Well, he's gone. He's finally gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, we, we kind of knew that yesterday, didn't we? But yeah. uh, it, it's a bit. I mean, f- fifty odd words they've, they've <laughs> given him. It's not. <laughs> I mean, Adam, when when he when we thought he'd gone yesterday, Adam did about half hour on him, and Chelsea on their website could only come up with fifty words. We we, we pay more of a tribute to Tinsel. The thing is, it could have been warmer, but I don't know what people expect. You know, what do they expect to give him a gold watch? Yeah. You know, he really isn't blameless in all this. It's very interesting reading all the stuff. Just confirm confirmed what I thought and what I'd heard, you know, alienating players and staff. And these are the inside things that we've heard, you know, almost directly from the horse's mouth. So, you know, and the general misery around the place, you can't have all that. So, yes, it's another classic. And people are saying, oh, he spent 85 million now on getting rid of managers. But, you know, from his point of mm. view, it kind of works. Still not much sign of him, though, is there? We, we did find out that he is in Russia. We found out that um, mm. uh, Roman Abramovich was kind of, on the periphery of the tournament, but he has spent it in and around Moscow, hasn't oh, yeah, he? So he's, he's been a low profile, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Well, that's that's the way we thought it was. And yeah. Apparently, um, Martin Lipton was on with Alan this morning. It was very interesting. Actually. He spoke to somebody who knew Abramovich and said he's really angry. He's really fed up with this country. He doesn't think it's fair the government have taken it out of him, that he can't come here, right. <clears throat> that he spent all this money here and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, you can see it from his point of view because it's... Well, it's, you can, obviously. Well, of course I can. I would do. <laughs> I'm completely biased. I'd say get him here and Immediately, yeah, of course you would. Course, yeah. And uh, anyway, let's move back to the World Cup. Well, let's see, I've got. A, I don't know if this is this is not World Cup related, but it did uh, strike mm. me uh, last night uh, looking at Philip May and Melania Trump walking into that dude. Oh, Sometimes yeah. you, you do think, what are they going to talk about when yeah. they sit down at dinner? What's the? I mean, what's going to be the start of the conversation? I mean, I, I'd like to think she broke the ice. Stilted. She broke the ice by singing, Big-hearted Arthur, they call me <laughs> big That would be great if found out she was a massive fan of the former music hall movie star, Arthur Askey, <laughs> much be a, beloved British comedian. That would be incredible. Or she'd say, oh, it's, it's Richard Wattis. 
<laughs> yeah, be great, Do you think she it? really thinks that? Well, I, don't, I don't know if she's got that kind of in-depth knowledge of old British comedians. Well, she might have. You never yeah. know, do you? It'd be really? good if she did, though, wouldn't it? She'd be too, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do, I do Hidden side to Melania, a love of old British music. I don't hall. know. My wife, though, was very strange yesterday. When they arrived at the airport, yeah. and he stepped forward first because mm. he's the President of the United States. It's like the Queen. And it left her sort of to... She was on tottering on her heels. And it was obviously when you're at the top of a plane, it's a yeah. little bit tricky. And she had to hang on slightly. So she, my wife thought it was terrible that he didn't Well, he's, he's normally very quick to hold a woman's hand, as he has been proven know, all the time. I, I said, well, what could he do? He's supposed to... He, that's his big entrance. He can't be, uh, sort of arrive in the country backwards trying to help his wife off the plane. He could have slid down the banisters. <laughs> We'd all be talking about it, anyway, wouldn't we? I mean, occupied about 10 whoever's in, in our house. Whoever's we, in, we, we replayed it. It was ridiculous. Whichever one of his aides has the Pantone reference <laughs> for the colour he is. Hmm. I mean, uh, they toned it down between NATO... <laughs> And when he got off the plane, because it, honestly, NATO it was ridiculous. <laughs> Fully nu- nuclear orange, ludicrous <laughs> colour. Somebody had said, "But yeah, we're, we're on the plane, we'll, we'll just take the edge off that gaffer. We'll just <laughs> gaffer. Yeah, they just they, they just or Mister. Yeah, that was brilliant, wasn't it? That's yeah. what they. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing with foreign managers. We saw. I know you're talking about Cesc Fabregas. Yeah, he's calling him Mister. He said, "Thank you, Mister." That's uh, yeah. After liking a T-shirt that said he's gone. Uh, sorry, a tweet that said he's gone. Yeah, oh, they're probably doing T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. aren't they? Well, that's and nice I enough. don't think Fabregas guess was that reminds you he did play all last season yeah. so maybe he was pleased with him um this is quite interesting that about emojis britain's most hated emoji is the poo symbol a study claims is that right linguistics lecturer dr philip Sargent says the symbols have changed how we communicate no poo emoji sherlock <laughs> very good Andy that's, yeah, I like that me, that's yeah. very good it's not yeah. a pun it's unusual isn't it <laughs> so Shakiri from Liverpool where he's cut oh, short he's gone is he he's cut short his holiday well he, to go there and have a, a medical yeah they're clever Liverpool kind of good backup for good, that kind of money good quality yeah, backup for what they quality. already have there they need you know they want to challenge City in a proper way yeah. they've got to have a squad that matches them that was one of the problems they had last year Liverpool was they had a lot of injuries and they didn't really have the backup now they're building I think they're building a squad that can really really challenge City which will be exciting because we can't we can't have a situation where City just win it I mean they're great and everything but you, yeah. you don't want them winning it every year do you just walking away with it wouldn't, but, wouldn't be fantastic um Chinese transfer window closes uh, today. Yeah. So there, there was some talk of a bit of business, possibly from mm. the Premier League. They're getting a chance to offload some of the. I mean, there was some talk about Musa. They Dem- were disappointed that Kennedy went to Newcastle. Yeah, they probably, they probably were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Musa Dembele has been mm. talked about as a possible, but obviously he's got to play a game of football tomorrow. So mm. having a medical for Guangzhou won't be easy. <laughs> that will doesn't it? seem likely. Really. But anyway, if there is any movement in the, in that market, we'll let you know this afternoon. Um, Star Texas are not happy about England. Isn't it funny how people are? And Graham Souness this morning, I mean, Perry took him to task. Jim played a bit out on the show. It was fascinating stuff. Yeah, I'd watched it. He was comments he made on being sport the other day, wasn't it? I thought they were wrong. You know, it was too dismissive. You know, it's easy to say, oh, Sweden were nothing. No one thought Sweden were nothing before we actually played them. Everybody was going, well, they're a very good team. They they beat Italy in their group. They've got out of the group here, difficult group with Germany in it. This is going to be really tough. And England played brilliantly. And then Mm. you can't just then afterwards go, oh, there, they weren't any good. You know, the Croatia were the first team that we played that were any good. Well, first half, we were the better side. So yeah. I think it's wrong. I think people are really, really odd. You know, uh, this is <laughs> these star Texas. I mean, you don't expect much more than this, but looks mm. like another 52 years until we win the World Cup. Haven't had a decent team or manager since 66. Get Antonio Conte. I'm sure that's, Hello? I know. That was from a bloke calling himself Monkey Boy. Okay. Uh, England had the opportunity to win the World Cup when Brazil, Argentina and Germany were knocked out, but we never took it. We're just not good enough. Another bloke. So this um, yeah, this feeling of goodwill seems yeah. to have 
withered quite quickly, doesn't it? I know this bloke, mm. uh, Gareth Southgate boasts he's a leader. Yeah. When, when has Gareth Southgate ever boasted about anything? The whole nice thing about him, he's just not a boastful no, person. No, he's not. Boasts he's a leader. Only thing he's ever led England out of is Euro 96 with a missed penalty. I mean, this is what people think. It's it, And they commit this to sort of to type and send it into a newspaper <clears throat> and they print it. It's well, talking amazing. of which, um, there's a new addition to England's coaching team. It's just been announced oh, in the yeah. last five minutes. Um, it's, they're bringing on board Brenda Titterton from uh, Chesterfield. Oh, yeah, I know. Brenda Titterton from <laughs> Chesterfield joins the backroom team with Gareth Southgate at St George's because yeah. uh, she wrote to the Sun today and said, after a terrific campaign, England are out of the World Cup. It's breaking news. I know. Why didn't Gareth Southgate do something when Deli Alley and Harry came <laughs> ineffective on Wednesday? Fair enough. He brought on Rashford, but Loftus-Cheek and Welbeck were on the bench. He should have brought on fresh legs. It, yeah, it, it's a school of thought. Everybody's <laughs> a game of opinion. So, Brenda, step forward, yeah. get that England tracksuit top on <laughs> and uh, head for Burton. It's always a game of so, opinion, uh, coming up this <laughs> afternoon, uh, we're going to talk to Jim White uh, from The Telegraph. Uh, not, not that one. He has been on the road, of course, uh, throughout the World Cup. And he's come back to all the kind of mayhem that's been going on here. Mm. And he thinks there is a clear way to make sure this connection between fans and team uh, stays just as it is, star texters aside. Uh, Bill Leckie is also out there for the Scottish Sun. Uh, he'll, we'll have to find out whether he's on third place duty, which is a Scot he may enjoy, who knows, uh, or at the final at the Honestly, weekend. We had a lot of Scottish gloating in the last couple of days. I can understand it. It's yeah. fair enough, but honestly, really, I mean... Well, when you consider a nation smaller than Scotland, he's about to go into the World Cup yeah, final in Croatia. Exactly. And, you know, and Scotland haven't been in the World Cup for a long time. And, yeah. you know, I suppose if there's a 48... So size of nation help. needn't be a barrier. No, no, absolutely. So. Um, also, James Horncastle joins us. Uh, we'll, he'll be talking about uh, Sari for Chelsea, uh, the fact that Fiat workers want to go on strike, and now Juve have signed Ronaldo, and uh, Perisic, who was on uh, great form, <laughs> of course. The, one, the worrying thing about Sari, when you think Chelsea have got quite a big squad and they've got two difficult games a week, yeah. is that he just apparently likes to pick the same team and never change it. Really, that bodes well, doesn't it, for all those young players? <laughs> and you made a good point yesterday that really uh, all the pieces today about game time for England players so they can develop. Mm. And you made that point they're going to sign Jorginho, aren't they? Uh, bring Probably mm. bring them from Napoli. And Loftus-Cheek is probably thinking, OK, how's this going to pan out? I know, I know. It's difficult, isn't do? it? Yeah. Talks me and Jacobs here on TalkSport. We are joined in the studio now by comedian Alastair Williams. Alastair, good to see you. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, I see from uh, Twitter that you have very much been following this World Cup. Yeah, I think most human beings have, right? Well, I'd like to think so. <laughs> oh, the best, the best if I came ones. on, it no, no interest. The best if I came out of it. You'll be surprised. <laughs> it's true. I love the way you blamed, we can't use the words you use, but you kind of blamed ITV for the defeat. Oh, I was in a very dark place at that point. I think it was just after Croatia scored their second and I tweeted, ITV, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's well, just some stat that we've never yes. won on ITV. That's what well, I was we driving did win at. We yeah. the other day, though, didn't we? I think we won. What? Yeah, with Columbia, Columbia was Columbia. It on ITV. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, nine, it was nine percent. Right. That point. Okay. Yeah. Gives us a chance to use the word hoodoo, which we rarely get a chance to use. <laughs> That's which very, is good. Very true. Now your show, uh, you're mm. taking out to Edinburgh Festival. Um, is uh, is called Great White Male. <laughs> it's called Great White Male. Yeah, yeah. and it's directed by. A, Oh, the general, I think, has been in the studio, Dane Baptiste, yes. a fellow comedian. Absolutely, yeah, I'm very lucky. He's my comedy hero and he gets to direct my show. So wow. that's, yeah, it's been really helpful, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, what is it? What has he kind of acted as sort of script editor? Has he honed it with you? What's his role? Is he in charge of pyrotechnics? Does he, <laughs> does he operate the lasers? <laughs> He's in charge of making sure it's funny. Yeah. To be honest. Like, a lot of times when you go to Edinburgh, you get a director of your show who's like, we, we want to move people. Yeah. We want it's Dane's like, we just want them laughing. We don't care where they go. No, just, yeah, they want to be laughing with the whole thing. So that's where this show's going. It's going with. Uh, 
bringing the funny back, if that makes sense. Oh, wow. That's good. It's quite an interesting subject, this, actually. I mean, it has a serious side as well. I'm sure you look at it in yeah. a funny way. But, it, you know, about what's expected of the modern man. I often think that for young blokes growing up today, it's quite hard, isn't it? Well, I named the show like that in purpose. It's a bit of a joke, really. It's like mm. saying, we all agree, hopefully, that diversity is a great thing that everyone should be striving towards, right? Well, do you know what someone at the diversity department has never said? Great. A white male, you know, yeah. it's like get out of here, you're ruining it. But how am I? What am I supposed to do? Throw myself in the sea? You yeah. know, what am I supposed to do? And that's the that's the paradox around which the show's based. Mm, yeah, yeah. I said paradox there in context. And so I suppose with someone like if you're bouncing this sort of stuff off of Dane, who's who's black, I suppose it's quite interesting, isn't it? And the way he perceives the sort of stuff you're talking about. Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I saw uh, Dave Chappelle do a hmm. set at, um, uh, in London this year. And he he writes the Dave Chappelle show with a guy called Neil Brennan, who's a white comic. Yeah. Writers, they had such freedom because I think they were writing together. And they, I think it gives them a freedom to mm. not offend anyone because they're working as a I team. I can see sort that. Of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's sort of where we're going with um, a lot of things that comedians are doing at the moment, trying yeah. to do things in groups rather than just individually. Mm. So what was your what was your route in the comedy then? How did you What made you I become a stand-up? I always wanted to do it, you know. Really? I always wanted to do it. And I started doing it in my spare time. I used to work in advertising. I used to have a house and a car and a girlfriend I didn't really love. I had everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's listening this afternoon. She's probably gathered that by now, though. Yeah. She doesn't need you to yeah. reinforce it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started doing stand-up in my spare time and I was like, oh no, I love this and there's no money in it. Really? <laughs> yeah. really? I got poorer and poorer over the years to this point. And did I'm... you, I mean, again, it's that old thing of the, the first gig. Often the comedians, they say, first gig went great, uh, second gig went great, third gig I bombed. But uh, I mean, what was your, was that your... Was that what happened to you or not? To be honest, my, my, I, used to, I went to an open mic and I was expecting to be intimidated yeah. by how good everyone was. And that is not the case. Right? <laughs> you go to open mic comedy, you're like, oh, I could do better than this right now. You know, really? Those people are terrible. So all you have to do is go up and get a couple of laughs yeah. and then you're like, oh, I'm on the road to getting better. So if you've always wanted to do it, give it a try, I say. What but about the comedy take... courses? I mean, I think that's been another th- development in recent years, isn't it? It's a kind of, people look at uh, mm. John Bishop and Michael McIntyre playing arenas and think, oh, I fancy a bit of that. Yeah. And I think it's that easy. So they go and do a course. I mean, have you well, have you ever gone down that? I always think it was that easy. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. I never have, but and I, and I think most of my friends are funnier than some of my friends who are comedians. Like mm. lots of people know how to be funny, don't they? Sure. It's just you know some people want to learn the structure and everything, and you can do that. Yeah. But if you're just funny, you can do it as well. You don't need to do a course. And the front to stand there and do. Yeah, it that's and that's the thing. The it's like, I, I, I doff my cap really. It just you oh, know. Yeah, it, absolutely. You won a competition last year, didn't you? The uh, Muse Moose. Uh, you were a finalist actually in the in the yeah. Edinburgh competition. So this year is this your actual first set at Edinburgh? Or is it no, it's my third one. My oh, last, okay. My last year's show was about food. It was oh, like right. a show about what you can eat that's healthy, and what and it it turns into a show about. Um, how there's sugar in everything. Right. Um, so, yeah, so it wasn't having to go at people last year's show. It was really more like, these are the traps people are falling into. This is how they trick you. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it got into the final for uh, for last year's Fringe show. So Excellent. I'm trying to do one better this year with white people. Mm. That would be a much better topic, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> that strawberries. Do you support a football team, a club, or...? Certainly do. Which Crystal, one? Crystal Palace Football Club. Crystal Palace. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's a, a lot of comedians <laughs> do, of Day, course. Yeah. Ed Knight. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, they're quite a Mark palace. Steel. Yeah, a lot of palace supporting well, comedians. They good say com- uh, comedy comes from you know it's a, a tough break in life. Or yeah. something. A lot of palace <laughs> fans. It's <laughs> like yeah. I, I maybe, feel they, you. maybe there should be a kind of comedy a comedy cup competition. The idea that you know so you get palace 
versus I don't well, know like Manchester United. <laughs> but yeah, but <laughs> then they both you both get them. You do ten minutes, yeah. And then we have the judges there, and then suddenly yeah. you know whoever United get knocked out by Palace in association yeah. with Talksport, all sponsored by you guys. Yeah, I mean, that's it. let's have it. That's let's, a good let's, idea. Have, let's put a little comedy cup competition yeah. together, that's a very and good uh, idea. it will oh, be the other. That will be difficult, really. I mean, we don't. You have well, to no, the listeners would have to vote. The listeners, you'd have to. Okay, we'll have a night out, shall we? All right, we'll put that night. We'll get it sponsored. We'll have a few drinks. We'll just do it in a club one night. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Devolves quickly into a night out. That yeah, is, <laughs> it was a great well, idea at the start. Yeah, yeah. We're in Yates's. What's, what's the, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. It's just turned, in, it's just turned <laughs> into a few beers, really. That's what it was just an excuse to do that. So, um, what have you loved about the World Cup then so far, honestly? Would you what, say what have been the great joys of this one? Do you know what? I was thinking about this today on the way here, right? Because we made the semi final, you know that's a success, right? Mm. And what that means is Gareth Southgate gets to keep the waistcoat. He does. Right. You know, if we came out in the group stages, he'd be in a tracksuit right now. Like we're yeah. going back to basics, but now he gets yeah. to be like, "Well, we're going to upgrade this." You know, I think we've all we played football this World Cup, didn't yeah. we? We really tried we have, to play. Yeah. Mm. I love that. There's been a lot of re- rewriting the whole thing since um, Graham Souness, etc. Since Wednesday, it's so easy once you've gone out to say, "Oh, actually, they never played anybody yeah. good. They weren't very good. They didn't play any football." It's not true. What you just said is right. Yeah. I think we play a game called suit or tracksuit on the show, and we think uh, now it's suit, tracksuit, or or kind of smart casuals. Waistcoat. You know, uh, well, not waistcoat. We add to that because now mm. because of Pep. It's jumper yeah. and tie, isn't it? A lot of these guys, are, they just wear a jumper or a cardi or a little kind of bomber jacket as Pep does. But This is the mould that Southgate's going into. Yeah. You can see it, can't you? But it's Ga- sort of like, Gareth, yeah. even at club level, was, was always suit. Even though he was a recently, yeah. he, he basically wasn't like a player manager, effectively, wasn't he, at Borough? Yeah. But he was still suit. So he immediately went into suit. Well, you could have thought he could have been tracksuit, couldn't you? But it's yeah. like you just played it. Let's think about the play. Gary Cahill, what's he going to be when he becomes a manager? Suit or tracksuit? Oh, I'm going straight tracksuit. Track yeah, yeah, I'd see, yeah. I'd see Gary in a track yeah, yeah. I totally agree with John you. Terry, John Terry? Uh, John Terry. Oh, that's a, that's a good one. That's quite difficult, John yeah. Terry. I think John Terry might go down the... I think he might be jumper, tie jumper and shirt. I think he might go down that kind of smart improve. casual. I can't improve on that. Smart just casual. Just yeah. Full kit. Full yeah. kit. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Shirt. Oh, that was a tapping. <laughs> that was Boots. a shit. Ready to come on even when he's 73. <laughs> I could still do a job. Put me on. Give me five minutes at the end. I'll keep them out. Well, we'll see what Frank Lampard and uh, Steve. Oh, yeah. No, I see Frank's a bit of a clone. I think he, I think he, I think you'll like a I nice... Do you think he might be down the pep route? I think We're going to see more of that. In the end, we won't play, suit, play. Lampard suit all day. But to see Pep like in a white T-shirt with a kind of... Italian style bomber jacket. You must have so many of those t-shirts. Box See what? fresh. Yeah, Lampard right. would be like the Oscars. He'd be getting changed at half time. You know, he'd come out in a yeah. different suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be good if That'd it's a good. bit like going to see Madonna. Like if, <laughs> after 15 minutes, the manager yeah, 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 yeah. they come out in more flamboyant outfits. That would be brilliant. That's it? a very good idea. Be a very good idea. So uh, excellent, Alistair. We wish you well with the show. Yeah, it's lovely it to see. Sounds really good. Uh, great white male, just a tonic. Just up the stairs. You're on at 5.25. Good time. 5.25. Yeah, that's good. Um, and it's yeah. online. Brilliant. Uh, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, alexdellwilliams.co.uk for more details. At A Williams Comedy on Twitter. And uh, yeah, come and see us again. And best of luck with the show. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations.
Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Me and Jacobs here on Talk Sport, where in this hour we'll be uh, joining the studio by uh, comedian Alistair Williams. Tell us about his new show, and uh, we'll talk a bit of West Ham with uh, Sam Delaney. They're doing a lot of, a lot of business, aren't they? Yeah, at the moment. They're doing some it's good interesting business. business. They yeah. did promise the Davids that they would spend money, and they've been uh, true to their word. And we'll find out more about uh, Chelsea's new manager. That's all to come, plus the clips in the final hour. But for now, Andy, what do yeah, you have? Yeah, there have been some brilliant 999 calls. The 999 annoying... Well, people. not brilliant. Not brilliant well, from the emergency services. brilliant. No, Idiots, these people, really, course, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. A man infuriated 999 call handlers by complaining that his wife was snoring like a motorbike. And the police's busiest ever 24 hours on Saturday. Why would you call up? Honestly, and then this one is even better. One gutted fan called 999 on Wednesday night to tell cops England were losing. Lincoln really? Chief Police. They you should feel, prosecute me. You feel drink must have been taken. <laughs> Honestly. I do like, um, though, uh, fan Graham Hulks. Uh, yes, all this. Known yeah. as incredible in the dressing room. Is nursing a £3,000 hangover after splashing out on a trip when England were winning the semi final 1 0. He was so confident. Half time, he forked out two and a half grand for a match ticket and then a, and then a plane ticket. I mean, uh, what I felt was he should have rung you at halftime, really, or spoken to you, because you had exactly right saying, we haven't got the second goal, this is going to be really tense and quite tricky. And you yeah, to be we're, right. in, we're in for a much harder second half than I thought. I think torrid, I think. The yeah, word a you torrid used. second half than we, we all thought. So I would have waited, certainly, <laughs> till the end of, uh, of normal time. But I'd yeah. have waited to go 2 nil up, I might have done it. I might have booked. 2 nil. I was even. I was saying that to my friend watching the game. I said, even at 2 nil now... Croatia get one back. Oh, yeah, no. Two but, I mean, know you know, Lingard and Kane, if it's 3-0, I think the game's up. You know, yeah. we know what 2-0's like. 3-0, you're buying the ticket. Yeah, 3-0, <laughs> I think, uh, Graham. That would have been the time to weigh in. Also, he's a teacher. Was he not planning to go to work on Monday? <laughs> well, probably. I think he, his head had basically gone, I think. Well, no, also, it's, man, they're breaking up, aren't they, this time of year? No, not not yet, they're not. Aren't they? No. No, you have to have gone to, well, well I don't know, maybe uh, maybe teachers at a private school. Don't you know? Maybe maybe they have well, broken knows? up already. And um, devastated England fan Rob Harvey went back to work yesterday after booking off the entire tournament to watch it in his hot tub. Yeah. A scaffolder Rob 55, I don't we didn't need to know that, spent seven hours watching all the games on some days and hasn't left the house since Russia 2018 started. He must look like a prune, mustn't he? <laughs> he must do. His fiance even delivered meals to his Middlesbrough home. Maybe he's changed the water. be fairly fetid, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, also, what he's lying in at were, the moment. There were some days when there were no games. I suppose he just watched the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> just lying in the bath watching the highlights. Brilliant, really. We haven't got any, I mean, the, the two channels that were showing it out in Russia uh, mm. basically have all the games on a loop constantly. So you'd get up in the morning in the hotel room, you'd stick the telly on, and there'd be the repeat of the, the night before, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's So true. there's a game on 
constantly all the time. It's been very noticeable. Well, they kept what, having the wrong game on every time we went to a bar. They well, were two, that the game. So, yeah, two different broadcasters, uh, uh, as we said, were showing it. And uh, you'd go into a bar or a restaurant and they'd have it up on the screen. And then you'd see the players coming out and say sort of well, five, right time, five yeah. to nine or five to five hour time there yeah. for the kickoffs. And it'd be the match the night before. Then he was out trying to explain to them. Luckily, our head of football, David, had the, the app, which said, so we have to just go up with the app and say, no, it's on, it's on channel one. It's, it's on not match. on match TV. <laughs> yeah, You've got to turn brilliant. it over. Yeah, it's true. And then you'd get this, all of us, all the fans sitting there starting a kind of, there was this kind of low rumble thinking, <laughs> turn it over. Go on, turn it over. Somebody tell them. <laughs> there were a few incidents like that. Yeah. And uh, then when the woman couldn't, I remember one restaurant when she couldn't quite work it out and that, people did start to get a bit Bit of a chill. Bit of a cheer went yes. up at the end. Now, EU President Jean-Claude Juncker, I think he's yeah. Junker, Junker. Sweden's, Junker, Junker. Sweden stumbled while talking to world leaders, sparkling accusations. Sparkling? No, sparkling. Well, it could have been. Sparkling <laughs> accusations he was drunk on the job Still again. Still are sparkling. Gosh. He, he blamed, the, uh, condi- blamed the sort of wobble on the back condition sciatica. Oh, I'll have yeah. a nice glass of sciatica. Two please. pints of sciatica, please, mate. <laughs> it's marvellous. The uh, Belgians, unlike us, are going to yeah. go into a. Well, not, well, we're going into a hero's welcome, but albeit a low key one. Hmm. But they have decided, uh, King Philippe uh, of Belgium has decided he is going to hold a reception for them when or lose tomorrow. So whether they're third or well, fourth. Well, they've never won the World Cup, and this, is, this would be the best position they've ever done so yeah you can sort of ex- accept that I still if they could, win I, tomorrow i mean the, the boys in 86 finish fourth um, they'd finish so third. if england win tomorrow they'll finish third obviously so uh, it, it's, it's it would be belgium's most successful ever world cup you can yeah. quite see i still think and it is the, it's, right i still think don't have a open top bus parade no, it's, no it's, it's, it's slightly different isn't it from our point of view mm. as you said it, it's the start hopefully it's the start of something and i think having a Having a bus parade or a reception official one would be wrong. I think so. That's been about the only non-bit of Russian music we've had on the station for a month. <laughs> it's it's the one true. thing that survived. That and Tim Vickery's music. But um, anyway, it signals the arrival of Martin Kellner, uh, who's been watching a lot of telly oh, this week, a lot of sport. heck of a lot of sport. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's going to basically tell us all about it Yes, now. I watched the football match the other night. Yeah, which one um, was that? That was uh, England versus Croatia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. And uh, not only that, but, you know, because I take this so seriously, I did watch the highlights wow, as well. Well, so did I, you know. Oh, I was, did you watch I, the highlights? I, sadly, I put myself through did it again. You? I watched Gary and the... Yeah, yeah I didn't realise you did that. Yeah, I watched the highlights. It was quite short. They, it was quite half an hour of highlights. Mm. Uh, they were kind of pitch side, the boys. Did we look better it. in the highlights? Did it look more like we were in the game or did it, it was still... It was as disappointing. No, it didn't get any game. better. We no, didn't no, win, no, by okay. the way, yeah. No, we, we still, still lost in the highlights. And I couldn't believe, you know, when I was watching the highlights... I thought, Harry Kane, he's done it again. You know, Sterling complete. you know, he just needs to roll it across there. Yeah. You know, Although, to be honest, with Sterling's Sterling record in front of the goal, he, he may have missed. He may have yeah. well. recently, you know, yeah. From two yards. Wow. So I watched that. I tell you what else I watched this week, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, There was a documentary. It was a repeat of a documentary that had on before. Mm. Uh, Euro 96, the summer football came home. You must have seen it. It's a game. Mm. It's the full Gabriel Clark. Yeah. It's Gabriel Clark being very, very Gabriel Clark. Yeah. Uh, But it's it's a great programme. Yeah. Uh, And I looked it up again on uh, on iPlayer. There's another documentary that the BBC did where Alan Shearer, with a very similar title, uh, where Alan Shearer goes and visits um, Terry Venables in Spain. You remember mm. seeing that you see him walking mm. up the long path and yeah. everything. But the, the Euro '96 made me realise just how much Gareth Southgate's picked up from Terry Venables, and what if Terry Venables hadn't had his issues to deal with? You know, the, the, the message 
to the programme once, mm. you know, he could probably have taken us on to win the 98. Oh, World yeah, Cup absolutely. A, great, a little great, affectation great. that Terry had when he was at Spurs is he would walk into the Spurs press lounge and the guy who ran the lounge, lovely fella, um, as Terry walked in to address the press, and in those days it wasn't all sitting behind a desk with, you know, he'd just basically walk into a huddle and the boys would just all sort of oh, yeah, form yeah. a old circle style, around yeah. him, the old style. Hmm. But he would be handed a half a lager. As he walked through the door, <laughs> the half a lager would appear and Terry would walk up with it. And it was, it was, like, it was like he was in the Winchester Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, yeah. I don't know if Gareth does that. I'd like to think in his waistcoat <laughs> yeah. he wanders forward with a half a lager to address the press. I think in a way, though, in terms of man management, he's taken a lot of them. When you watch this, you just realise how much he's taken from yeah. uh, from that experience with Venables and everything. Sadly, we don't have a gasser. That I mean, Venables had a gasser. No, that's, that that's doesn't make a difference. Point, I mean, we've actually. got his nostalgia. It's sad, isn't it, Martin? We sit there, we watch old reruns yeah. of One Night in Turin, and yeah, that, when, I when football the, came ahead home. of the semi-final, I watched the one that was, uh, I think, Gary Lineker, and uh, they went back to Turin Ballpark, yeah, yeah. and that was really yeah. a good show. It was great. Yeah, I mean, a, nostalgia football shows are great, and I'm sure there'll be one yeah, well, for this World Cup. Yeah, well, I mean, even even now. Even if you don't want to watch, even if you can't bear to watch France Croatia in the final, mm. you you want to be there for the montages at the end because with some of the goals in this world, the montage sequences they're anything less than spectacular. Yeah, I'll be very very disappointed. Well, it will be called from Russia with love because this will be the, this will be the, when we reconnected with the England team yeah. and fell in love with England. Do you feel, once again. I mean, we we were talking about this at the end of the Sweden game. You were very moved by the montage. And I said, <clears> Gary Lineker to me now he's he's, he's reaching Des like powers. I think yes, even I think Des so. has said that. I mean, I Des in the really other day. The Telegraph. Just, had, yeah. just yeah. the way he did the end. It was a brilliant ending yeah. to that England Sweden game. But it's nice that uh, the tabloids have discovered that he gets one million seven hundred fifty thousand pounds. So that'll, <laughs> that'll temper it. Put, put it down. No, no, that'll yeah. temper it. We've if all he's feeling all good this, about himself. Love for Gary Lineker, yeah. and then they tell us what uh, every. Which I think he's worth every penny. You know that. I've mm. said that before. Mm. Whether Steve Wright in the afternoon is worth six hundred grand <laughs> is another question, <laughs> well, I, which I, I threw out to the listeners last night. I, I quite like <laughs> Steve, but I, some of them I. I would say, uh, you know... Well, you haven't got... Don't name names, Andy. You're gonna look just, <laughs> number, you're just gonna, number 17, he's You're just going to look... Don't look bitter, Andy. It's nothing <laughs> worse than a bitter man. <laughs> yeah. And number 20, I don't, can't even believe that. That's, that is unbelievable. Okay. So you've got the top 20 there. I wonder what Alan Freeman was on. I'll tell you what, it is worth a lot of money, as far as I'm concerned, and that is Sue Barker. I've been watching... You know, I like a bit of tennis, so I've been watching Wimbledon. I switched on at midday. In fairness... This is on BBC Two. I thought it was the Daily Politics. Mm. I wanted to know if anybody had <laughs> left the cabinet uh, that morning. But it turned out it was um, Sue Barker talking with Lindsay Davenport and Martina Navratilova. Yeah. Um, and it's so hard to engender any interest in, in Wimbledon this year, particularly in the lady. You know, uh, all right, all the Brits went out very... If, if you've been watching the World Cup, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry, you're not missing. The Brits all went out on the first day. Yeah. Not so much home mm. before the postcards, home before the emails. <laughs> They've all, they, they all went. They yeah. all went. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, they all went. So there was no, there was very little British interest uh, as far as the ladies' uh, singles go. All the top seeds went out at a very, very early stage. Yeah. So, but you know, the, the fact that she she sort of engenders this enjoy. I mean, this enjoyment and the chats she does with Lindsay Davenport and Martina Navratilova, they're great. You well, know, question very, of sport. I mean, how many? She's probably presented about thirty-two million of those. Yeah. Million and she goes, six, and that's right. right. But she attacks it. 
She might, she must have to. I don't know if she has a stiff drink before she goes on. Just got to just gotta attack it one more oh, time. I, I we say this on a quiet news, Danny. You got to attack it on a oh, quiet yeah. news. But Danny. it's great fun. Question of sports for oh, the people is. taking part. But, you know, you, she's yeah, basically for the people taking part. Yeah, not, I, not, I know you're not a fan. I'm mm. not a fan. of Questions. <laughs> I can't believe it's still going. Yeah. The other thing I can't believe is that Mel and Sue. Again, I know it's not strictly sport. <laughs> no, yeah, but Mel and Sue are going to get a second series of the Generation Game. I can't believe this either. I, I was talking to a, a TV critic, I'm sure you've had on as well, uh, about the fact that sometimes it's a bit of... De- I'm sure there's a bit of devilment in the BBC where the mm. Tristans get together and say, oh, have everybody knocked this. Let's give it another... Let's, let's uh, give it another go. It's not our money. They made four shows, yeah. and two of them were previously uh, yeah. so bad they couldn't put them out. Yeah. Basically, it, it's it's basically made for Bradley Walsh, isn't it? So when's somebody going to make that phone call? Yeah. And yeah. just give it to the bloke who should be doing it now. That's yeah. very true. Anyway, that's got nothing to do with football. That's got nothing to do with football at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think what else I've watched this week, apart from the tennis, which I did, which I did watch, mm. and uh, there were some fantastic matches. Uh, Federer Anderson was a, was a brilliant match, and then now they're used to not Martin not watched the second of it the because Dow. of the World Cup. That's because it. of the World Cup, I mean, it's just I never yeah, watch it anyway. But it, it, it's on. Yeah, it, well, it is on. It, it, I know. It's on. After I'm, a fashion, uh, yes, it's, <laughs> it's on in your house. It's not on in mine. Yes, it's. I mean, it is on. It's still going on. There have been some 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 good matches there. Also. I, I thought that uh, obviously England always lose on ITV. We know well, that. That's, and that's not that's not what it says on their adverts. Nine percent of wins, I think. Nine percent of wins. So yeah. that was a sort of bad sign. And I, and I I did think that. Uh, so something you know, we we all said in the early stages that England um, there wasn't too much pressure on them because yeah. they didn't. Nobody thought they were going to win, apart from me. I backed them at sixteen to one, as you know. I, I had yeah. faith, but as soon as we we started getting, well, as soon as we got to the knockout stage, basically the it's coming home thing mm. just. I think put extra pressure on the players. I really do. I don't. I hmm. think. I think the the Croatians it was quite organic, though. I mean, it wasn't almost like an FA marketing driven no, it wasn't, thing. It was just. I mean, it, it couldn't be helped, could it? It was like a. It kind of steamrolled it. Well, it did steamroller, but I blame the public. All this. <laughs> I blame the public. I blame the entire. Can you not narrow public? that down a bit? <laughs> well, I blame the entire football watching public. You right. know? Yeah. The fact that because that we don't we don't want to cloister the players away like um, Capello did. There was, uh, Southgate's going for the balance, so they're in Rapina where it's very quiet so they are a little bit away from oh we've you, been you know, to Rapino of course so have. much yeah. so that after four weeks Paul suddenly started calling it Repino I've just said I've gone I went Repino yesterday boredom a bit like Sue Barker I just had I just needed a fresh take on it did you want to see I mean I've got to be honest as soon as I sat down ITV came on there was Wrighty there was Lee Dixon there was all the guys you'd expect there was Roy and I thought I don't want to hear from Roy. We're not lose tonight. I'd rather have had Slavin. Then. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, I he, he wanted to be in the stadium, but I mean, it's like, oh, we, we're not adult enough to have a Croatian there. They had him on at the no, end. No, no, no. He wanted, he, he wanted, he wanted to, to be in the ground. Oh, he wanted to watch the match. But I don't, I, you know, I just thought if we win, Roy's going to, you know, do something appalling on our chips. Uh, and if we, <laughs> and if we lose, he's going to just tell us how pathetic we all are, and yeah. which is what he kind of did. He sort of so did that. I didn't want that. I even wanted, I wanted tub thumping. I wanted people equally as disappointed as I was. I didn't want to look at Roy's face at that point. No, I honest. agree. No, you may be right. I, th- I mean, I wanted Slavin to be there, but as you say, he yeah. didn't want to be in the stadium and watch the match. I sh- assume they put him in the stadium because they didn't want him to lamp Gary Neville because there's been a lot <laughs> oh, of... Of course, uh, Gary was there. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, Gary yeah. Neville was there. Mm, yeah. You know, there's been a lot of that. Uh, but I thought mostly the panel on... I mean, you know my view is that the panel on ITV were largely really good. I mean, mm. I enjoyed the work of Roy Keane, I have to say, and I enjoyed Martin O'Neill immensely on you know on some of the uh, lesser yeah. games. Uh, Gary Neville, I think... He sort of brings that coaching 
thing into it, and I thought he was I thought he was great. So by and large, I enjoyed their panelists yeah. more than the BBC ones. Okay, um, but um, Gary Lineker, his uh, one and three quarters million pounds worth of pre- presenting mm. was uh, superb. It's I, top you know, draw, I'd say it was. I think yeah. he is, yeah, because he did say at mm. one point um, against Sweden, he said, uh, "Where's Des Lynham when you need mm. him?" And I thought, well, not really, Gary. You don't really need Des Lynham because yeah, no. um, he played well, a blind. Well, well Des, Des makes the point. I think he made in the Telegraph the other day that Gary brings the fact that he was a player yeah. and he never really he doesn't put his opinions across at all but he asks the kind of questions of players it comes from all that yeah. experience it's kind of innate really it doesn't it, it, you know he draws on it when he asks a question when he's involved in those conversations yeah he does and, and when you, when I watched that documentary you know Euro 96 summer football came home um, and you saw lots of uh, Bob Wilson presenting because he was the ITV man there mm. Um, he didn't really. I, 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 don't, I don't know why. You know, he didn't have. He didn't sort of get that. Kind of he was a bit too slightly was, different times. I mean, you know, he was a bit of a maverick. Des in those days, people didn't really present in those. Well, having said that, Brian Moore had, had a, could have a bit of an edge to him, but you know, and was much loved. I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. Funny, it's, really. You can present differently now. They're, they're very different. I mean, Mark Pugach and Gary Lineker, a very different approach to yeah. the whole thing. The, the two channels have got a very different yeah, idea so, I mean, of the way they should He's a nice do it. enough guy, Mark Pugach, yeah, he and he's very competent there. But it doesn't do it for me as a presenter. No, you mean I I just think it's just a little bit too stiff, to be honest. But, okay. uh, but there you go. Can Everybody I say it's very sad favorites. news that Ernest Golbis has gone out of Wimbledon? No, it's not. Ernie, Ernie Golbis? Ernie Golbis has gone out, but I backed Kai Nishikura, who beat him. The, uh, oh, that's really? good for you. The one winning bet. his best ever ever. Because he, he's one of my bugbears. He's everything I hate about tennis. Ernest. <laughs> Why because, is that? Because basically... He, he probably earns about four million quid a year. But he, that's, he probably does. That's what I hate about him. He earns all this money. He's <laughs> never, won, he's never against, won anything. How can you take against Ernie Gorbis? He's never done anything. <laughs> he's all, well, every uh, year he turns up at Wimbledon. Every year he goes out in the third or fourth round. What's the point? Well, he didn't well, this time, didn't he? Yeah, it was the uh, fourth round. Fourth round. Oh, was it okay? Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah, okay, okay. But, that's his um, best ever effort, Ernie. Well, that's it? the point about tennis, isn't it? I mean, it's a it's a bit like WWE in the sense that it's like a, a, a mm. tour. It's the same players; they're all yeah. on tour, and we we know that that's it's a either going to honest. <laughs> I'd like to see somebody <laughs> smashing up and over the end with a tray. That'd be great. Talking of Ernest, can <laughs> I just say that if you've got Forces TV on your Sky platform, they're running Sergeant Bilko. Oh, oh yeah. the old, and I'm just oh, recording them that's, and playing that's good. Them. Yeah. And they, watch those back. Run for the teenagers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely. So, Martin, you um, you return overnight with on the uh, on talk. Yeah, I was radio. on last night actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm half asleep now. I was on last oh, night. And okay. On again tonight. Uh, Paul Ross is in Italy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. So is that... Posted a picture of a lake, an Italian lake. <laughs> it sounds very nice. okay. atmospheric. Yeah. Is that what it says? The way they always put in so and so is away, or is it Paul Ross is in Italy? He's in Italy. Nice. But I'm on tonight. One. 1 a.m. Okay, good. We look forward to that. And uh, you're back You're back with us next week, I understand. Well, yes. that's all big. Well, God willing. So. Yeah, I yeah. think we're, well, as well, much as any of us yes, hope to be here next week. <laughs> you know, anything yeah. can happen, can't it, Martin? We yes, can, indeed. We can't count our chickens when we get no, to our age. If we're spared. Yeah, we'll that's right. Next week. If not, we'll have a minute's silence <laughs> for, for each, uh, any one of us. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not good, though, dead air, is it? We might have to play solemn music. Do what the Russians did. You have to make that noise, don't you? Just play. Is that what you do? Well, you know, yeah. that's not you can't, they do because you can't have transmitter switches off. Yeah. Oh, so okay. they, when they do the cenotaph yeah. and all that, they have to have a, 
Well, no, we'll, we'll, pl- we'll play solemn music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all in love with Russia Excellent. at the moment. We'll do that like the president, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the old pre- president's gone. Yeah, that'd be nice. He's been planning my funeral for Who years. Who no, Oh you. no, I've got a picture of Andy. You'll like this. I took a picture of Andy the other day, Martin. That's great. And uh, my first, actually, it was literally my first thought. You look at this picture and tell me I'm not right. Let me just find it very, very quickly. Well, while you're doing that, I was I went to visit my mate in Hampstead. Oh yeah. And I came out of the tube and I mm. saw a bloke who looked the spitting image of David Baddiel. Did you? And really? I was going to send a picture and think this was like. Well, it four, could be Dave, he lives around there. Well, I, I thought it could be four runs. And then I noticed that everybody in Hampstead looks like David Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> now, look at this picture. It's Andy wearing the Gareth uh, Southgate official M&S waist, oh, yeah. waistcoat and an It's Coming Home t-shirt. I did tweet it out the other day with uh, Francis Rossi's Let Himself Go. <laughs> now, if you put the old specs on and look at that. But Andy looks so happy in it. He yeah. was aware. Was a, my first thought That's was, a great picture. do you know what it's perfect for? It's funeral. Co- order a service. Yeah. Cover of his order a service. <laughs> it's got to be. It's so got to be. Keep it. It's, that's, a, that's lovely, isn't it? It's I, beautiful. He's that's smiling. He's happy. He's very pleased image. with his beard. He's about to watch England play football. He's had a great laugh. I've said, Sue, tell Sue to print that off. Yeah. Order a service. Oh, oh, totally. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Yeah. So, um, on that happy I'll put the date in my diary. Just put it in. When is it? We'll have a drink. Two for 2.30. And we'll, we'll start early. We'll, we'll, we'll give them a good send off. <laughs> Excellent. And we'll remember that picture. Uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, thank you, Martin. We'll catch Very you welcome. Later. It's at least Martin. four o'clock. I think we ought to get. We better go. We better go now. Look, yeah. So there we are. That was this afternoon's show. If Gary Lineker was listening. He'd be pleased. Well, he said very nice enough. things about him. Well, I was going to say his ears would be burning. They're big enough, you're probably hey. saying. Hey, hey, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, no, he's, so it's he's sad, good. isn't it? The, it's been great. The World Cup, I've loved it really. Yeah. So, uh, but still, two more games to go and enjoy here and on Talksport and yeah. uh, of course on Telly. Come on, England. We might look. Well, now we're in it. I wouldn't mind finishing third. No, bronze would be yeah, great. That, that would be good, wouldn't it? Be yeah. great. It'd be the best ever performance in '66. Let's hope they can do it. Won't be easy. But uh, enjoy all the games on Talksport. You're hearing this on Sunday. Sorry it didn't happen. Yeah, or hooray it did. We'll catch up with you on Monday. All the England fans have either gone to St Petersburg or they've headed home, Jim. So I'm just desperately looking. This, This bloke looks like he might be English. Okay, he might be from anywhere in the world. He might be English. I'm just yep. asking randomly what his name is and where he's from. Give it a Excuse try. Me, what's your name and where are you from? From Russia. <laughs>